Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 345 for patch 7.1.5. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. It's Freckleface. And this is Root. Coming up on episode number 345 of HearthGas, we're going to talk about the Remote Armory app, and specifically mail in there, and then things that make us nervous about the world of Warcraft. Our Patreon supporters make a world of difference for this show. Their support is one of the pillars that keeps us going. If you'd like to find out more about becoming a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash E-I-P-S. We thank you in advance. So hey there, Freckle Face. Hey there, Roots. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Well, let's see. So I've been picking away at my Diablo seasonal objectives. What's your Diablo character's name? Uh, Fruitless. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't expect that. I think I knew that. Though, we made I, them yeah. together. I, I rebooted oh, yeah, them for I was, the season. I was Freckless and you were Fruitless. Yeah. I remember this now. Yes. <laughs> You're expecting me to say Freckle Face. I, I really was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Way to read on my parade. And sometimes I do a different name. Okay. Like Forkle. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> um, anywho, so so the end date of the season kind of took me by surprise. Okay. I expected the seasons to last at least three months. And this seems like it's more two and a half. Uh. So that kind of surprised me. And I'm at the point where I need to do a Greater Rift solo 20. Ooh. And I can do an 18. I need to kill a bunch of bosses on Torment level 4, and I can only do Torment level 1. So I either need to grind or I need to ask for help, and I'm like, ah. But at the same time, the rewards for it aren't that great. Like, oh. I don't even remember what the pet is. Like You get, like, a, a pet and, I think, a portrait. Portraits to me aren't that big of a deal. I like them. But I'm struggling with, do I want to try to force myself to get it done just so I can say I did it? Or do I want to say, hey, is the carrot worth the time? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm at the point where I kind of have to ration my time and figure out, you know, do I want to play Hots or Diablo or Warcraft? I can't keep up with all of them. So you got to make choices. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And Diablo might end up being something that gets... You know, tossed by the wayside. Poor Diablo. Yeah. Or at the very least, I might just keep this character and not reboot her. And maybe when I feel like it, just go and run some dungeons or something. I've got one of those, yeah. Yeah. yeah just every yeah, so just often. That. Yeah. And then I'm not like constricted by time and all stressed out. Yeah. You know? You don't want stress. No, I don't want stress. No. no. I've been playing a lot of my Gnome Rogue. Named. She's named Freckleface. She was the original... <laughs> The OG. The o- no, the OF. The OF. <laughs> the original Freckleface. <laughs> the Freckleface, right. Um, you know, and I had rebooted her professions because I had gotten this kick. I was like, you know, I really like the questing system they have for the professions. I think you used that word wrong. I don't think you reboot professions. You switched professions. Yeah, but I have to start over at level one. But if you reboot, that means you're doing the same professions. That means you took all mining right, to all certain... All right, fair enough. You just switched professions. I switched professions. Thank you. But now I'm at... I was at like level one instead of 700. I had my engineering like way up there. Yeah, you did. 
I did. So I actually realized it's very beneficial for me to go back to my garrison. My garrison route. Your garrison? Why? Yeah. Why? Oh. Because all the Drano recipes give me skill ups. Oh. And there's a couple of items, like there's a mount I can get from there that I have to get my leather working up to 700 before I can craft it. Interesting. And it's crazy because it's the garrison is its whole you know self sustaining system. It's an ecosystem on and of itself. Yeah, because I, yeah. I can uh, get the uh, garrison resources just by going to my cache outside there. That's five hundred, right? And then I do the missions every once in a while, which gives you more garrison mission. Yeah, garrison resources. Yeah, yeah. Then I trade that in for the leather, and then I put work orders in to turn the uh, the leather into burnished leather. Right. Which is like, you know, the soul bound type stuff that you yeah. can only get. Yeah. It's all for my garrison. So you're not doing anything in Draenor except your garrison. No. Yeah. What level is this character? She's 110. Okay. Yeah. So you're just hanging out and you do you, you still do world quests with her? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm hopping around. So well, you, here's the thing. I'm also doing her order hall campaign. All right. So uh, 110, you run around killing stuff in uh, Warlords. So in, in Azeroth. And you doing your your order hall, so you're having all your people do that, and you're like, "Well, wait, a minute. I need to work on my stuff. So let me go to this alternate universe <laughs> and work on me." Right? No. So what it is, it's like I, I do the world quest. I actually timed it really well. Um, I I got to the point in my order hall campaign where I had to do 20 world quests. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got to the point during the bonus week oh, for world quests. How great is that? I know it was awesome. That's cool. It was one of those things, so like I would do whatever I need to do in Broken Isles, do World Quest, whatever. I did actually a few dungeons with her and, and was okay, which I was really surprised at. It's just that before I log out, I just hearth over to my garrison. So your hearth is actually in your garrison? Oh, no, it's your garrison Yeah, hearth. you have a yeah, separate thing. Garrison. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's just kind of bizarre. Like, you know, I used to be able to get gold, obviously, and you can't yep. and all that. Well, the, they diminished it. It's still a little bit. No, no, not no, at all. No, you oh, just wow. get garrison resources. Okay. And the same thing with all that uh, the salvage stuff. I get yeah. these boxes and take them to the salvage yard and just get more resources. Oh, I'm like, well, all right. Well, you need resources. Yeah, I do. So. I do. That's good. It's not complaining, but it's like not as fun as opening up all that gear. No, well, that gear I used to sell it anyhow. Yeah, yeah, but some of them had like appearances I didn't have. Yeah. 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 Eh. <laughs> I didn't do anything for me. I just I want a gold freckle face. Gold. Uh, I get it. You're you're greedy like that. You're a goblin. It's okay. That's right. Uh, I made a shaman to uh, level some friends. Yeah, healing with her. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You healed. We went on a dungeon though that one night. You were. We did. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? I mean, I don't remember. That was really low. It was like thirty. Like really low. Oh, I mean, so far there's only. Four healing spells, and I have the most important one key bound to my mouse. Oh, okay. And uh, yes, I'm not even using the add-ons right now for healing. Just pressing in my target and pressing a button. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem to be that fast-paced. What about when you have, like, a tank that just goes crazy and runs off and, like, pulls everything? So, I've had that happen a couple times. Not, like, crazy crazy, but, like, a tank that is obviously just, like, go, 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 go. Right. And I've had a couple times where I was, for example, like it was right after one of the bosses. So I was looking at my loot and they oh, run off. I hate that. They die. But like no one said anything. No one's complained. And I think the tanks, for the most part, understand that risk. 
that if they're going to go run off, there's a chance that they're going to die. Yeah. So you just kind of deal with it. Yep. You deal with one death as opposed to going way slower the whole dungeon. Either that or if it happens once, it's like, all right, that's that's the gimme. You know, that's the mulligan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if it happens continually, then we talk. Maybe that's what it is. Well, you know, also these low-level dungeons are so short. They're like 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about how when you first get into a dungeon, like there's a buffer before you can kick somebody. That's true. And then you can't kick somebody when you're in combat. combat. So I'm not super worried about it. Okay. But yeah, uh, we'll see. But yeah, that's that's uh, the orc forkle. What? The orc forkle. The orc? Yep. Named. Forkle. Forkle. F-O-R-C? Yep. Kelly? No, I should have put a K in there, but no, it's just F-R-O-R-T-L-E. Forkle. Forkle. You put a TLE in there, Frank. <laughs> There's no F R O C K L E. No K. No K. F O F R O C L E. I told you it's difficult. You yeah. Yeah. Forkle. No Forkle. <laughs> Forkle. Because it's an orc. I get it. I know. <laughs> it's <sighs> like it's like Freckle, but yeah. she's an orc. Yeah. But Freckle has a K. I know. What happened? But you can you can, like you can spell the the C L sound without a K. Hey, I just it's like, hey, not all my, right. not my character. I, ain't, <laughs> I don't have to look at that name every time I log in. You have to look at it every time I log in. No, I don't. I'm sure you do. I'll put it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I just have your, your battle tag. I'll just run over to you. <laughs> wherever yeah. you are. Good luck. I'm a rogue on that tune. I'll be oh, yeah, over by the boss. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just vanish. Good luck. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough about me. Tell me about your week. Well, you know, we'll start off by my, with my character, uh, Mute, the rogue, who I'm leveling. <laughs> what? He's a rogue. He's quiet. He's mute. <laughs> Like root, but you should mute. really role play that and like just never say anything. Yeah, that does great for podcasting, <laughs> doesn't it? Welcome to the mute podcast. Oh man, I should do that. It just it's like an hour of silence. <laughs> be a little awkward. I know that people are like, man, that last episode was great. <laughs> yeah, you're really coming along with your silence, dude. I know. The best part, it's it's safe for work. You can listen to it you know, in the car, at work, whenever. <laughs> it's just silence. But like... Shh. <laughs> You're interrupting my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was laughing at your naming conventions because like... Yeah. I don't know, we were going through all the possibilities that you I haven't have used yet. I know. Yeah, you have loot. I have loot. No, I don't have loot. Oh. He's my banker that I haven't made yet. Oh, that you haven't made yet. Well, all right. Um, do you have Newt? No. He'd be a good gnome. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking he'd be good, like, witch doctor type character or whatever the WoW equivalent is. It's a warlock. Pretty much oh. as close as it gets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Root. Who would have been a better, like, you know, character, like a druid actually has the Root spell or something, but oh, whatever. True. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a different server. Make another route. No, no, no. It's you only got no. the one. No, I've got two. Yeah, yeah. I didn't transfer this one. I think no, there was another one I didn't transfer, and I named him Root. But whatever. Mute is a goblin rogue. Uh, we're gonna lock those guys at sixty for a while, and then do sixty level content uh, dungeons and raids there. 
until we're all uh, have best in slot and look really cool with all of our tier one, whatever I, that I guess is, so, yeah. uh, gear. And then we will, uh, once we're all done that, we will unlock our leveling and go level to 70 and relock again. And uh, he's at 58 right now. I'm kind of leading the... I think there might be one person already had a 60. Oh, no, I'm only 30. Yeah. I'm enjoying the rogue. I, I leveled one before, but I only got to like 20. And I was like, eh, I don't really like this. I'm doing a pew pew uh, uh, one. I forget the spec that is. Outlaw. Outlaw, thank you. Yeah. And when I first started, I was like, this makes no sense whatsoever. Why do I have a gun? I'm a rogue. Uh, now I barely use the I'll use the gun to like pull somebody and maybe it's a finishing move, but it's not like a primary uh, weapon of choice. And I found out something really interesting. It's more of a spell because uh, I went to attack some dude the other day and he disarmed me. I was like, how dare you <laughs> <laughs> disarm me? And then I shot him. I'm like, okay. oh, wow. Yeah. So you just got rid of your daggers? Is that what you're using? Yeah, I have two daggers. Right. And again. Well, no, the gun is a spell. There's no physical oh, gun. Oh, okay. So when he disarmed me, I'm like, I got a spell. It's a gun. Shoot, bow, you're dead. It's a finishing move, too. <laughs> that is, that is so yeah, bizarre. Yeah, don't think yeah. much into it. It doesn't. It <laughs> makes an awesome noise that we'll talk about later. But uh, it, uh, yeah, now that I've figured that out, like, okay, I'm not just a gun-toting rogue. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought the, I thought the, that spec was carrying guns around. No, I'm like that's yeah. not very roguish. No, it's not. Unless you're like hiding and then shooting people in the back and then leaving. You I mean, can that's do kind that. of roguish. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Which I've done. Um, it's kind of fun. Pickpocketing's fun. Oh yes, it is. Don't pickpocket bosses. I learned that one. Nope. <laughs> they they get mad because <laughs> they just turn around. And they see you're like, oh hey. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm I'm having. Oh, yeah, I was in a dungeon the other day, and basically. You know, there's there are times, and I mentioned this before with the free pass on being a healer. And every so often, you just have a bad healer. And we had a bad healer. Was sacrificing healing for the health of the tank. And the tank, was he had, I guess, what was it, a warrior? And they get down really low and they have that, that I don't know what it is. Oh, some, they, they go like invulnerable or something yeah. like that? Okay. And so, you know, we lost... Pretty much almost had a wipe because the, because the healer wasn't healing anybody else. And the tank was getting really, really down. And then people started yelling at the healer, like, what, what are you doing? And they're like, my main responsibility is the main tank. You guys, if you're if you you know suffering, then you're suffering because I'm healing the tank. And the tank's like, if I get down really low, I'm actually really good at that. I'm okay. You need to worry about everybody else. I'll let you know when I need to be healed. Yeah. Uh, and they were just kind of really just... Had really... Bad attitude, but we kept mm-hmm. them. And uh, by the end of it, we're doing that one. What's that one with the, the dragon that's asleep at the bottom of the... Uh, it's like you go everywhere and there's a big dragon that's asleep. Are you talking about Wailing Caverns? No, this is with like no level. No this, no, this is What way, level is it? Uh, 48? You know, oh. Um, 50? Uh, it's, it's been years since I've leveled up through dungeons, so I yeah. wouldn't be able to tell you at the top so, of my head. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It was a cool dungeon to do. Uh, at the end, uh, it really made me mad because a dagger dropped. Mm-hmm. And I needed on the dragger, yeah, dagger because yeah, yeah. I was, hey, it's right, dagger, it's right. nice. And everybody else passed except the healer who just left. So now I had to wait for the loot thing to time out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. So At least I just, you didn't need on it. No, that's true. Yeah. So you got it. You just did you get it in the mail? 
No, I waited. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just went and did some other yeah. stuff IRL and came back and went, okay, now I have it. And yeah. So, but it just was like, come on. I actually got a staff that when you equip it, allows underwater breathing. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. Those things used to make me mad because there's a warlock. I'm like, right. I have underwater breathing. I can cast underwater breathing. Right. Breathing. But now they make underwater. <laughs> can't even say <laughs> underwater breathing. They're making you redundant. No, they're not. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, in that sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it really made me bad when Vashir came around. I'm like, I finally have a use. People to yeah, be asking yeah, yeah, me for yeah. underwater breathing. Yeah. No, you can just breathe underwater. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. So, yeah. Interesting thing with that rogue. I just finished up Ungoro Crater. So I had a journey to Ungoro. Ah, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to make a joke, but yeah. you, guys, you, no. haven't, you haven't seen a video yet, have I've you? I've seen the video. Have you seen like the 30 odd versions of the video that are out now? <laughs> no, the remixes? I All right, well, you got to see that. But it, it really was a journey to Angoro because I was like way up in like winter, spring. And uh, then I had to go down to Angoro Crater to continue oh, that's leveling. Far. Yeah. 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 It was like a 30 minute trek. And the entire oh, wow. time I'm just journey to Angoro. I kept saying, I was like, this is pretty funny. It was like, this is on my head now. And uh, really reminded me how much I don't like Ungoro Crater. Mm. I just don't. No? No. No? No, I don't like it. Still, I'm out of there now, which I'm happy about. I just don't like the the, the mobs. Are, they're close proximity. And, you know, it's kind of hard to run around without aggroing two or three of them. And right. Just, it's like, ah, I don't like it. Mm. And I have really, uh, I'm scarred. I'm scarred, Frank. Are you? Yeah, you scarred me. What yeah. did I do? Uh, it was on a passenger mount that you had, and I think it was a, a, a elephant. And you were running me through there, and we're getting attacked, and you're just like, "Oh, no big deal, they can't hurt us." I'm like, "I'm about to die because they are hurting us. They're hurting me." And you're like, "No, no, it's just then, yeah." Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then we had a, a big bug that like glitched out or something on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really yeah. weird. Yes. And then I finished up my week by completing the quests in Heroes of the Storm uh, to get my mount. So I played the 15 games with friends. So we did 10 with our group, and then I finished up five with another friend. And Frack, let me tell you, we did Elite AI. They cheat. It ain't the same as mm-hmm. Recruit AI. No, it's not. It was, uh, it mattered. Things mattered. Yeah. <laughs> they cheat because they know exactly how far away they can be. Yeah. And when to turn and when to not run in. They, They, you know... So I don't know if it's cheating or just playing at an elite level. <laughs> but uh, we I got it done. I got the mount. The mount's pretty cool. It's quiet. I like quiet mounts. So I'm happy with that mount. Uh, I haven't used the one in uh, HOTS yet. The one in HOTS is okay. But the one in Warcraft is awesome. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. But it's all flamey. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, there needs to be a corrupted one. Ooh. See, Warlocks had green fire. Now I have a red fire. They'll come out with another event yeah, or something. Yeah, the corrupt it. Yeah, yeah, they'll have to corrupt it somewhere. There'll be a green fire one. Yeah, yeah, it'll happen. And that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. The World of Warcraft mobile armory lets you stay connected to aspects of the World of Warcraft even when you're not logged into the game. You can view all of your characters along with their stats and equipment, use the auction house, search for characters, items, and guilds, chat with your guild, and more, all from your phone. So saith the description in the App Store when you want to go get the mobile armory for World of Warcraft. You do get a lot of cool things. 
I mean, most everybody has this, and you know that you have guild tools. You can check your roster, see what perks you have, any news or achievements, challenge modes, rewards, guild events, chat with your guild, which I've done from time to time when I'm like on the road and late for a raid or whatever. Right, like, I'm on right. the way. Yeah. Then, like, stop chatting, start driving. <laughs> you can check your reputation with the guild and uh, see your guild MOTD, your message of the day that's up there. Of course, it's the auction house. You can buy, you can sell, you can check on your auctions, you can cancel auctions. There's an in-game event calendar. You can also look at all your characters, as long as they're above level 10, because you have to be level 10 to appear in the armory. You can do bookmarks, which I have no idea why I'd want to do a bookmark in there. What are you bookmarking? I guess, like, if you have something, like, if I check on a particular auction, like three or four auctions, I could bookmark that auction and go straight to it. Gotcha. So, that's there. Uh, the item browser is actually pretty neat. I didn't really use this until uh, just about a week or so ago. You can look up per raid. It's kind of like the dungeon journal. You can look up per raid or per dungeon what drops in there. Oh, okay. All, so you, all right. So you can see what drops from something, but not where something drops from. Correct. Gotcha. So basically, well, you basically, it's broken down into raids or dungeons. And then you look at the raid or oh, dungeon, okay. and then it shows you where everything drops in there. Yeah. Your talent calculator shows all your different spells that you can have, where they're at. Can you pick your talents? No. Oh, just shows it to you? Yes. Okay. And then you get a realm status to let you know if your realm is actually up or down. Right. Uh, which I have found incredibly not useful whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have it. If it's down, I pretty much know it's down. If I need to know exactly when my realm comes up, there are free services that will send you a text as soon as that happens. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah. So they got them on that one. A lot if, of times, too, like the you know the whole service is down. Yeah. So if you can't log yeah. in, you can't even look at, at that app either. Now, the remote armory does lack a lot of things. In particular, what I think it lacks is the ability to send you push notifications. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Which Let now, me know when I sold my item. <laughs> it's important. It is. It, it is very important. But now that the they have experimented with that and probably have some good feedback from the companion app, maybe we'll yeah. see that now mm-hmm. in the remote auction app, or the remote armory, I should say. Another good notification would be when something drops below a certain price range. Right now, if you get a, a subscription to the Undermine Journal, which is like $3 a month, mm-hmm. they can actually send you an email when prices drop below or whatever threshold you want to I, see. I don't think they would implement that because that's that's more of like, I don't know, that's, that's a tool of you watching the auction house and I can see them, them leaving that to a third party. I'd pay. But as far as like your own auctions, you should be notified when they sell. Or if you do bookmark an item or if you watch in one item in particular... You know, get notified when the price is going up or when it's about to expire. Or if you are looking for a particular item, get notified when it gets listed. Be nice. Yeah, that's true. So Now, a big thing that people have asked for for years is the ability to actually mail inside the Armory app. You have access to your inbox, your mailbox, to mail guildies stuff or friends stuff. To check your mail for stuff or, you know, expecting an email for in-game mail from somebody. Just be able to check and send and receive in-game mail. You don't get it, Freck. It's not there. There is a quasi-weird way that the remote auction house accesses your, your mail in that I can get items that are in my mailbox and relist them. For instance, if I go to the auction house, remote auction house, and I buy a bunch of uh, ancient mana gems... Now, those get delivered to me via the mail system. In game, I would have to leave the auction house, go to my mailbox, retrieve those, go back to the auction house, relist them if I was flipping. 
I'd have to have that whole process. Yeah. With the app, I can still see those. They become part of my inventory. Even though they're in my mail, they're part of my inventory. So I can list them back out. So it's a quasi way that you get access to your mail. You get access to stuff that the auction house sends you. But you can't take something from the mail and put it in your bags. Correct. So the problem is if you're on a character that you don't use all that frequently and you list something in the auction house, for example, it doesn't sell. And you decide, okay, I'm going to wait a little bit. You can relist it. But if you decide to wait to relist it, meantime, it's hanging out in your mail. So it's got that countdown. 30 days. Before it gets deleted. Correct. So if you decide, I'm going to come back to this later. Like if you're selling something that uh, spikes uh, seasonally, like you know, the small eggs or things like that. Like, okay, yeah. I'm going to come back in a couple months. No, you have to log in that character and collect it from your mailbox. It's very clumsy. Now, there is something else that happens that's also quite clumsy. In case you didn't notice, people tend to stack things in different stack sizes for auction house items. Oh, uh, yes. Ones, threes, fives, twenties, right, seventeens, right. whatever they've got. It just, it differs. When you are buying things in large quantities and you just buy a bunch out, like I tend to buy a lot of stuff out, especially the ancient mana gems and ancient mana crystals. And you can run into an error that tells you that you need to log into WoW to get your stuff because it can't figure out the items. The items are in too many stacks, uneven stacks, so they can't group them properly. Oh, weird. Which then forces me, I can't do anything. I can't sell those. Now I have to log into the World of Warcraft and collect all my stuff, put it into my bags, and then, then I can do it again. Now, this tells us exactly why we can't mail in the World of Warcraft. Breaking it down, we all have access to tables in a database. That's where all of our stuff is. It's all just ones and zeros. It's all just virtual. It's a big, for lack of a better word, spreadsheet. And the item databases are different from our bag databases, which are different from the mailbox database. It's all different databases that we select and get stuff from and query back and forth to. It's not really fully connected. It just has access to shared resources. So the remote auction house has access to some and our in-game stuff has access to those as well. But the remote auction house has no direct access to our bags. It's got shared access, just like it shares access from our bags and it shares access to the mailbox. But you can't transfer things really from your mailbox to your bag from the remote auction house. You can access them both, but you can't move stuff between the two. So the remote auction house doesn't know if my bags are empty. If my bags are full, it has no idea. It just knows what's in my bags. doesn't know how many slots I have available, how many bags I have. It doesn't yeah. know anything like that except what I have in them. Now, if the remote auction house doesn't know what's going on with my bags, that can lead to exploits. It can lead to duping. It can lead to reselling things you don't really have. It can lead to a lot of exploits that people would, you know, who are more creative than I am will find exploits to use that for. Whether it be duping, like I just said, or any other thing, people will find exploits in that. Spamming, for huge, for sure. You know, I can see one of the potential things being uh, somebody go get a stack of, I don't know, really cheap junk and mailing somebody 5,000 of those. And now you can't do anything with your mail until all your... Have you ever, like, <laughs> filled up your mailbox? No. Where it tells you your mailbox is full and you can't get anything else into it? You know what? I might have... 
few years ago, yeah. I do this on a continual basis with my character because of the amount of junk that I flip on the auction house. All right. All right, so when this happens, you go and you start... Now, I have a tool. I have whatever add-on I use that, that sorts my mail where I can select all and retrieve. Thank goodness I don't have to do them one at a time because <laughs> I have pages and pages of mail. Now, once that's done, I still can't do anything because my mailbox is full. I have to several times go and empty out my mailbox because I have stuff queued up that fills up my mailbox. And you really can't do anything with your mailbox or the auction house for a little bit until that issue is resolved. So I do it to myself a lot. But I can see a spammer doing this with somebody else on a, on a continual basis. And also, I think mail is a convenience. It's a tool, but it's not a mass communication tool inside the world of Warcraft. If your guild needs to get a hold of you, they're going to get a hold of you in other ways. Your guildmates, if they're good guildmates, are going to have a different way to get a hold of you, whether it be an IM or a text or whatever other way. Discord or... Yeah, your Twitter. Who knows? Slack. Slack. Yeah, some other way besides yeah. an in-game mail client to get right, a hold right. of you. It might be your actual real email outside of World of Warcraft, or you might have a Gmail set up just for gaming. You know, that could be freckleface at gmail.com. That's, that's not my email. I know it's not, but I... I, I I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, freckleface at hearthcast.com. All right. All right, that is. So, yeah. 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 I've got root. You've got freckleface. People can email us there. Right. So don't expect to get this whole system is not going to be a robust email system within the world of Warcraft. No. Although one thing I wish they would change is that pop up now whenever you send anything about, are you sure you want to send this? You might not know this person. <laughs> yeah. And what's irritating about it is, you know, if you send something to a guildmate, it sends it instantly as opposed to having an hour delay. Sure. So somewhere in that system of mailing, it knows that you're sending something to a guildmate. And the same thing, if you put in a, a bind on an account item, and you type in a character name, it's only going to send if it's one of your characters. Correct. So not only do they have the pop-up that says, are you sure you're going to send this? You might not know this person. Now they've added a delay before you can hit the OK button. Oh, I like didn't a notice that. Thing. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so irritating. And I think I would be less irritated if it was just a, are you sure you want to send this? But adding the extra, you might not know this person, like just sounds so condescending. <laughs> It's like, I know what I'm doing. I know who I know. I don't need to be told I might not know this person. <laughs> Are you sure you don't know them or do know them? Yeah. Are you really sure? This person <laughs> seems kind of shady. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're typing in the, the character dash server. Yeah. For one thing, that's not going to send unless it's one of your characters too. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, maybe you can send them a message. I haven't tried it. But you mm. definitely can't send them an item. No, you can't because that would mess everything up. Unless it's your item or your character and a bind on account item. Then yeah. I'll send. As the game has grown, mail has kind of had to grow with it, even though it didn't want to. They never intended it to be this big thing ever, I don't think. It's more of a convenient way to get items delivered to you from auction house, between characters, guildmates, stuff like that. But as it's grown and servers have merged, it's just it's one of those things that is kind of clunky still. And they never really, I don't think, ever designed it to be this way. So, yeah, I kind of think mail in and of itself may need a little bit of an update, a little revamp in there to make it a little better. Maybe an ability to turn your uh, your notifications off that or your challenge response off that are you sure, you know, just let me send email. I'm a grown up. I'm okay. Yeah, right. 
But I really firmly believe that now that we've had the companion app out for a while, that the lessons learned from the companion app, they should translate that over to the remote auction house or just combine the two. Else now you're going to end up with, what's next? Whatever the next expansion is, we're going to have a companion app for that. Yeah. Be, you know, the problem we're going to run into is I, we're not going to have one big app. It would be so bloated. You are going to have different apps. I think you'll have a different app per expansion. Now you're going to have, you know, five expansions down the road. You've got five different apps because you're still running <laughs> your, your, your not your garrison, but your order hall missions. I might be running that next expansion still for whatever reason. You know, maybe I'm leveling up a character through there and I need to do those. It's interesting. See what they're going to do with that. But if you guys think that it is time for a update, let us know. Send us a tweet or an email. You've got our emails now. Let us know what you guys think about the remote auction house. Warcraft can be a great stress reliever. A means to have some time to reset and recharge. But, you know, sometimes the game can make us feel instead nervous and on edge. Well, yeah. What are some of the things in the game that make you nervous, Freck? Well, for one thing, when there's a patch that's been announced, I get very stressed out that I'm not going to be able to finish everything in time. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got that way with uh, when 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 they first started talking about seven point two. I kind of got on a a big, I don't know, to do about trying to finish up the Supermar stuff before right, seven point two. Right. So yeah, I can see that. Yeah, a lot of times I get performance anxiety in dungeons and raids. Well, are you afraid like the meters are going to rat you out or other people something are going like to rat you out? Yeah, yeah. someone's going to fuss at me. It's the reason why I've never tried tanking. I don't try tanking because I don't know where I'm going in a dungeon. I like following people. So I never really paid attention to yeah, where you're supposed to go. I know I can read a map. And then there's also that whole caveat about how the tanks are supposed to know the fights. I, I'd learn it, but it's just, I mean, I know what I'm supposed to do is DPS and I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I always get a little antsy when I'm sitting through a loading screen, particularly when I'm in a group or in the middle of a conversation with somebody. That's yeah, that. when they start going, hey, Frick, where you at? Let's go. We're waiting on you, Frick. You're like, I'm at the loading screen. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my computer's a little slower. Well, in voice, it's fine. But you ever have you ever been talking to someone? Like, you go through a loading screen. And my, mine's pretty long right now because I'm on an older processor. So I'm going like, okay, I just stopped talking in the middle of it. I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, or if we're in a dungeon and they we go to like a cut scene. yeah. And then I go, oh, am I supposed to keep watching this or do I have to stop it? Because <laughs> everybody else has already seen it and they've escaped yeah, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really hate the spider aggro noise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that thing? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, but yeah. <laughs> I'm okay fighting them, but it's, yeah, when they, when they yeah, when they first get your attention, stop. <laughs> You're going to be banned from doing that. <laughs> am I really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on our rules. <laughs> no spider noises. Go up on the chalkboard. <laughs> like we have a chalkboard. <laughs> We'd have a whiteboard if anything. Sometimes I get kind of nervous or anxious when I don't know what tune to log into. What do you mean by that? Well, I have a couple alts yeah. in my main. Yeah. And they all feel like they need to be worked on. Sure. So which one do you log into? 
Whichever one you feel like logging into. Well, I don't know what I feel like logging into. And then once I do, sometimes I have a lot of stuff I want to get done, but then I can't focus. Mm. Like I'll say, I I need to do this dungeon for the next step of my quest. I get myself in queue, and then I get bored of being in queue. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's when you play Hearthstone. Uh yeah, but then you're in the middle of a match when it pops. Exactly. Yeah. So then you concede the match. Uh, well, then you lose your ranking. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that means you need another game or something else to play. Yeah. While you're in queue. This seems kind of watch Netflix. Uh, but then in the middle of something, you have to stop. <laughs> I see what you're saying, but like, I usually do other stuff in game while waiting for queue. Yeah. That's but what then I- I'm like, okay, well now I've been in queue for 30 minutes. Do I really want to finish this out and wait for the entire dungeon to be done? And right, then I get and tired. And then I get stressed out that I didn't get it done that night. I have that where you kind of say, I've got two hours to play. Let me log in. Let me queue up as fast as I can. And then, you know, the worst is when the queue pops, but then somebody doesn't accept and you get returned to the quote unquote front of the queue, which yeah. I, I, you know, I don't think you're at the front of the queue. <laughs> but. Or what? Or like we got into a dungeon uh, the other day, and I've been waiting for it for a while, and I really don't understand what happened. But we got in, and the the tank went lol, and then left. <laughs> and then we all sat there and went okay, uh, and then we we requeued for a while, and pretty soon the healer left, and the whole thing fell apart. Oh, that's annoying. And then I got a I got a deserter buff because I wasn't the last one to leave. I should have waited it out. Oh, but I'm like, no, now I got to wait ten minutes before I can even queue up again. Okay, that's lame. But yeah, I can see the little bit of anxiety of too much stuff to do. How do you prioritize it? Which tune should you log into? Who's going to get the attention? And then once you finally make that decision, how much time do you have left to get it done? I can see that. Yeah. 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 Uh, when I'm questing and I like to follow the map. Sure. I like to look for pathways. Um, I'd rather not find coordinates and then like go as the eagle travels. Like I'd rather look on the map and see which pathways lead to it. And follow the road and, you know, do it that way. But a lot of times something that seems like you can get from point A to point B on the map and then you can't because maybe they're on different levels. Maybe like one is down in a tunnel or, you know, something like that. Like, and then I just, I don't I feel lost. And depending on the situation, sometimes it's like I can't get back out to where I want to be or I think I'm not going to be able to get this quest done. Or I've wasted all this time. That bothers me too. Like if I've spent a lot of time trying to find something and then I can't and then go, okay, well, I've wasted the last 10 minutes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I level with Zyger Guides. And a lot of times Zyger Guides, you know, you finish something, something, it says, okay, now hit over here. You have an arrow. Well, the arrow is pointing, you know, east, we'll say. And now you're facing east. If you look at the map, Really, you can't get there because it's going, you know, east is across a mountainous range. Yeah. And the the road goes north and then east. So now I have to follow the road north to get through the mountains to go right. east. But all the while, that arrow is pointing the wrong, quote unquote, wrong direction. So that does take some getting used to and getting around. Like, okay, I need to follow the map. Not what the arrow says do because I'll never get there by going, as you said, the way the crow flies. Yeah. Or eagle in your case. I like Eagle better. Well, I ride Eagles. I'm a, you know, yeah, get the whole yeah. Eagle network. You have so. Eagle network, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing, I, this happened to me uh, in Ungoro Crater. It's another reason I don't like <laughs> Ungoro Crater. Uh, you remember Ungoro Crater where you have to 
pick up all the crystals of the different colors. Yes. Seven of each. Yeah. And they're kind yeah. of spread out. Yeah. Like they make like the four quadrants. Yeah. Of the zone. Yep. Yeah. So I was picking up the yellows. And where I thought they were, I spent like an entire, probably a good 15 minutes looking for number seven. Uh. And I finally pick up number seven. I'm like, okay, good. Done. And I spent like a good 15 minutes yeah. running around and trying to avoid mobs and everything else. And then a Zyre guide's like, okay, now go over here and talk to these, you go kill these tar lords. I'm like, okay. Run over to the where the tar lords are. There are three yellow crystals. If I had just gone over there 15 minutes ago. <laughs> so that was a little. Yeah. Because the arrow kept pointing me like, no, 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 it's, it's in this area. And right. I should have. It was just... actually like a broader range than yeah, that. Yeah. Much larger. Yeah. <laughs> much larger. <laughs> So I like having fun stuff in my bag. Yeah, like heads of other people. You can't do that anymore. What? Because I actually, <laughs> I picked up some dude's eyes. <laughs> I know. I ran across like... Things you only <laughs> want to hear in the world of Warcraft. I picked up some dude's eyes. Okay, so I was like running my shaman across Southern Barrens. And it was this alliance encampment. But there was this tower that had a quest. I'm like, that's weird. So there's all these chained up orc slaves... And one of them was like, oh, yeah, this uh, jailer or the slaver was super mean to me. He kicked me until I was blind. Ah. And I want you to go uh, take his eyes from me. Sure, why not? So, <laughs> yeah, went upstairs, killed him, took his eyes. And then I remembered this idea that I had to never turn in the quest that have you um, keep body parts. <laughs> I was just going to have a bag of body parts. But they That's changed funny. the mechanic. You don't oh. actually have the item in your bag anymore. Oh. Yeah. Like, you pick it up and it shows you looting it, but it just gives you credit for the quest. You don't actually have it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Anyways, so back to the bags. So I keep this No, no, no. <laughs> I want to talk about this morbid idea you had about keeping people's body parts in bags. <laughs> what sick fantasy are you living out in the world I of Warcraft, Freckleface? I just thought it'd be funny to, like, prove a point, to say how morbid the game is. Just huh? to see how many heads and eyes and... <laughs> Ears you can collect in your back at once. The things I learn about you on this show astound me. It's not that weird. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. It's very weird, freckle face. Anywho, so I like to keep the stuff around my bag that, like, I have the, the costumes and the wands and just different, like, not the toys, but the things that you keep in your bag to do fun stuff. Like severed heads. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Your fun stuff. Yes. Fun stuff. Yes, 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 yes. So my problem is I keep all this stuff. Can't get rid of it. But then I also like can't use it because I don't want to have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff that has charges like the mechanical Yeti or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I use the mechanical Yeti because I think you can only... Um, those are for the holiday. So it disappears and the holiday is gone. Uh, you get another one when you're leveling over in winter, spring. Oh, do you? Yeah, because that's one of the quests you build. So you help someone build a mechanical yeti that scares a little girl. In the oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how long do you get to keep it? Indefinitely, but it has like five charges. Oh, okay. What if you go outside of winter spring? I, I, I still sold use it? mine. So oh, I did you? Either sold it or trash it because oh. when I level, I level with empty bags. Okay, I'm trying to do that. <laughs> I have things, for example, like the wands that they gave out for the, what was it, the 10th anniversary Warcraft? Yeah, I've got yeah. all those in my bank. Subcharges. Yeah. So I'm like, I should use them, but I end up not using them, and I just keep them and I hoard them. All right, I have that same issue because here's the thing. They give you cool things to use. Like, I still have, like, the inflatable weapons. Remember they gave us Yes, yeah. I have those. Yeah, you have those yeah. because they're giving you to use, but then if you use them, you don't have them anymore. Yeah. 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 
Right. You see, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I right. still have uh, warlock spellstones from like vanilla that we used to create. I do too. I have like, a rogue certificate of thievery <laughs> that I got like when I was living up a classic, and a couple other like the the tools because you used to have to carry around uh, tools to be able to break locks I have in a, your bag. Yeah, a key was a spell. Yeah. It turns yeah. Yeah. Lock picking tools and yeah, I carry around a, a gnomish army, Swiss army knife, gnomish army knife that has like, you know, skinning knives and Oh yeah, the, and does like the plus ten for all the professions. Yeah. I carry one yeah. of those around. Yeah. Don't, don't even know if it works anymore or not, but it's in my bag. So I did have something in, in game that didn't it kinda give me a nightmare later. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. So I was in a high mountain and traveling up a mountain, snow cover mountain, and I was trying to get to cave for a world quest. The way that you're supposed to go is that you're going forward and there is a trail that starts off to the left. So you're supposed to make a sharp turn to the left. I didn't see the turn. Oh. And the path I was on started sloping downward so fast that I was airborne. Okay. So sloping down so fast from airborne is already kind of a scary feeling anyways, you know, because I'm out of control. And then I start going toward the ledge of the mountain and I fall like all the way off the cliff. Oh, no. And just that sensation of like missing a turn and then falling and then like seeing that I'm going to fall off the cliff like way before oh, I actually did it. Yeah, there's the anticipation level. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the fact that like, you know, the fall didn't happen because I casted a spell when I was flying or because I picked the wrong amount or something that would never happen in real life. It's the sensation of like, you know, this is something that could feasibly happen IRL, you know, on a, on a dangerous path, you take the wrong turn and you mm. end up, you know, and I don't know, it scared me. <laughs> did you hit your goblin glider or? Uh, probably not. I did not have all my things key bound at that time to my mouse. <laughs> so probably not. My goblin glider is not uh, key bound anywhere, yeah. uh, but it is on my 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 uh my action buttons there yeah same spot on every tune yeah mine's the same it's the same spot i i say key can you say key bound for mouse no well if your mouse has buttons then yes. it has buttons then okay yeah. yeah 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 so my stop me from falling button is the same on each character but what what that actually is so you're is like different. mashing it and nothing's happening it was well it was before i'd figured this out oh, okay. so i was still at the point where i had my goblin glider on the screen yep. and it had to pick it out out of all the icons and uh, hit it. Yeah. yeah so I have learned better. <laughs> I have improved. So Yeah, that that would produce a lot of anxiety, I think. Yeah. The yeah. whole that whole I I screwed up and now I'm going to pay the price for that and there is nothing I can do about it yeah. except watch. And there's something about playing at night too, I think, that makes whatever happened in game more real. Like if you're sitting in a dark room no, it's the immersion factor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's more immersion. And then, you know, when I drift off sometimes, I'll kind of like have like these very brief dreams about tripping and falling. It'll kind of jolt me out of Yeah, that's, of yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. human thing we so all I think do. It was, You're not alone. Okay, so I think that's kind of how that got into my dreams, yeah, too. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, we asked uh, a lot of people what gives them anxiety in Warcraft. Yeah, we did. And we actually got flooded uh, with answers, uh, close to 500 of them now. And what we did, we grouped them together because a lot of people have a lot of very similar things to say. So there is a lot of common ground in what gives people anxiety or makes them nervous in the world of Warcraft. Playing a class up to standard. And that's pretty big. I mean, you, yeah. you want to be good at what you do. And you don't want to be told otherwise. 
you know, and there are some people who play things really well at different levels and you can either encourage somebody to play better or, you know, write them a four page email about why they're not. There's just different (laughs) ways to handle it. A lot of people talk about grouping the strangers. A lot of them do. Yeah. That seems to be not it's it's the it's not just the pug aspect of are they going to be good or are they going to be bad but it is the I don't know who I am grouping right. with I don't know these people right but on that token a lot of people say have brought up pretty much anything that's social dual request cues group invites you know someone singling you out in group chat and once you are playing with someone if they have a different level of seriousness in the game. Like they're very intense and you're yeah. just kind of casual or the other way around. You're trying to get a goal done and the other person's not taking it seriously. That can cause some discomfort there. And then there's a the physical aspect of the game that can make people uncomfortable or nervous. Like being underwater. Caves. 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 Yeah. Underwater caves. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> that that can really... I don't like caves. Yeah. Uh, especially when they're not on the map. Right. Oh, that's annoying. And now I don't really know exactly how to get out of here. And now I just, you know, it's not claustrophobia, but it's darn close to it. And when that cave is underwater, now I'm really starting to panic. You yeah. Know, you know, especially on a non-warlock tune that you have, you know, that timer is counting down when you, <laughs> your breath is going to run out. That really bothers me. Yeah. That and like being up high, crossing, you know, rope bridges. Oh, yeah. Or the narrow paths on the mountains. Those yeah. are like a, kind of vertigo can happen in a game. Yep, it can really, really happen if if you have a fear of heights and you're up on these sides of these mountains and you can see over. I mean, just like you talked about, you make that one wrong turn yeah. and you are going over. So I can see that. A lot of people complained about the elevators. The yeah, elevator that was an bosses. interesting one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know there. My sister has a a, a fear of escalators. You know, I I have to too because it eats people's fingers. Well, hers was the sh- her shoelace getting caught or something getting caught. And on, then it eats yeah. her toes. Yeah. So yeah. she has that, you know, and she would rather take stairs than, or anything else besides an escalator. I understand that. Yeah. But the elevator boss is, you know, only you have to sit there and wait on it. Right. So you have to time it just so. And then if you, um, if you jump down like a little bit too late, now you're just free falling. Right. Even though like you, you just missed it. You don't catch up with it. You're falling the same rate. Like, come on, I'm (laughs) falling the same rate the elevator is. Which really, if you think about it, when you end, that means your fall is only like, you know, a foot. I don't know why you die. Yeah. No, don't think of that. No, wait, wait. But but also that means the elevator is going the same speed as gravity. So it's basically just dropping you. Like, how does that make sense? Anyway. Another thing that made people kind of nervous is being left behind. And you mentioned that earlier. When you stop to loot and you're done looting, you look around and the entire group is gone. And you're like, ah. yeah. You look at the map, and, you and now you're, you're trying to catch up to them. And now they've engaged the boss, and you're locked out. Yeah. Um. The, one of the newest dungeons, um, Black Rook Hold, is terrible for that because mm. there's a bunch of stairs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like if you get behind, like it's really hard to f- figure out where you're supposed to be. Yep. Yeah. Or getting kicked out of a group for no apparent reason. I tell you what, that happened to me, and it happened kind of suddenly. And you know that that loading screen for Legion where you see Varian fighting a demon and yeah. he's all sweaty. Yeah. So like I had for a like a while after that like this very negative kind of um, association with that image because when you get kicked out, that's what you see. Oh. You're like in the dungeon, all of a sudden you see the loading screen. Yeah. And then you get back and it's like you've been removed from the group. Blah blah. And uh, 
so it was for a while after they had because I don't know I don't really know what I had done wrong or I had gone into there kind of feeling nervous about it anyways. And when that happened, for like every single other time, I would load up the game and see that loading screen and feel kind of that negative feeling again. So I get it. Last group I got kicked out of, the guy was nice enough to message me later. Like, yeah. Like as soon as I got kicked out, I had a message from him going, hey, one of our guildies wanted to come in. Oh. So I was like, I got removed for not being bad. I got moved because they're guilty. Yeah, they just run. wanted some. Yeah, well, like, at eh, least there's that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why the guilty couldn't just wait it until they were done with that right? dungeon. Yeah. I mean, that that lowers their score. Yeah, they love, there's uh, there's uh, some internal ma- uh, metrics for uh, how often you kick people and how often you get kicked, yeah, which affects that. your ability to be able to initiate the vote kick. Oh. Yeah, like if you're constantly getting kicked from groups, you won't be able to kick other people eventually. Because the system goes like, okay, you're obviously trolling if you're getting kicked that often. Mm. Uh, one, you know, once or twice doesn't really make a difference, but if it's a constant thing. And the same thing, if you're constantly kicking people out, the system kind of goes... You're being too picky? Yeah, you're, you're, you're not being sociable. Large polls also was a big factor for people making them nervous. Yeah. I think polls in general can really, really can. If you're spe- not, especially like when you were only expecting to poll one or two, <laughs> and then like a whole bunch come. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's really stressful. Yeah, <laughs> friends coming ads. Yeah, but if you're not ready for it, man, look out. Yeah, about getting locked out of a boss fight. Yeah, uh, that happened to me. Not just a dungeon, but still, it was myself and uh, another person because uh, I was looting. And I looked up and yeah. they'd run in and I walked over and the doors closed and I was like, huh. You, you sit there. You're yeah. like, oh. Now I was on a raid that this happened. Uh, it was like a week ago this happened. The same thing. Me and like three other people. DPS. No, two DPS, one healer. And the healer was trying his best to keep us healed out there. But the, but the problem is raid-wide damage still affects us because we're part of the raid group. Yeah. But we're not in the encounter. Right, we just can't do anything. And you can't do anything about it. And the healer out there was really trying, man. They were trying their best just to keep, you know, all three of us healed up. And then eventually... Well, that's nice then. Yeah, eventually we all died. And then the group wiped and the person, you know, we came back in. The guy's like, okay, this is how you're supposed to do this fight. You know, don't do this, do this. And someone else was like, yeah, and why don't we wait till everybody's actually here? Yeah. And someone else was like, yeah, good, good point. And I'm like, yeah, we'll see how it goes this time. (laughs) Being anywhere freck that is not on a map. This one resonated really strongly with me. Cave. I already mentioned that cave is not on a map. Yeah. You ever flown uh, to Tempest Keep? No. Yes, you have. It's been a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, you have. When you fly to Tempest Keep, you're going through like a a twisted nether. Okay. You're not on a map. Oh. That area is not on a map. You're just nowhere. You're just there. Yeah. Yeah, You're like, do I even exist? Yeah. I'm like, where am I in the world if I'm not on a map? (laughs) This is not. This does not make me feel good when I'm flying there. But what mm-hmm. happens in the Twisted Nether if you're not on a map? I don't know. I wouldn't trust the Nether. I don't. No. I don't. Uh, but yeah, when you're not on a map, it kind of bothers me a lot. I'd like to know how you know how to get out. I always that, and that's me IRL. I want a way out of everything. Whenever I go somewhere, I mentally check where all my exits are. It's been something I have done forever. Mm-hmm. And I want to see a map. I want to know how to get out of where I'm at. And if I don't have a map somewhere, that really bothers me. So, yeah, that one resonated hard with me. Some people mentioned uh, world PvP either being tracked or, you know, killing someone and then worried that 
you're going to have that person or them and all their friends come after you. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. I've logged off because of that. Look, I, honestly, I, I paid to transfer off of, off of PVP <laughs> server for this reason. I did. I, I don't care for it. It's To me, it's anxiety that doesn't have any payoff. Right. So I, I would just rather level and just mind my own business. Right. That's yeah. just personal preference, I guess. You know what? We were on a uh, world PVP server. That would happen we to me. Uh, I yeah. would get into a fight and I would win the fight. And then you watch a person, you know, turn to skeleton, and you're like, "Uh, okay, they're not coming back." Yeah, I'm gonna log off now <laughs> because they're coming back with friends or something yeah. else, but they're not coming back here to res themselves here. I mean, I I get it. That does add like an extra element of danger and excitement to the game that you just don't have otherwise. You know, like I'm, I got the shaman. She's level thirty. She's all decked out in heirlooms. Like nothing, her level is gonna kill her. It's just not. But if I were to have that constant fear of, okay, there could be a level 110 swooping in on me <laughs> yeah, and just, at any time. you know, coughing on me and killing me. <laughs> well, there was a news report, and then I actually think I saw it in the guild when I rewatched the guild the other week, where a parent was paying people, like, real money to camp their child's tune. And any time the child logged into the game, <laughs> they were killing the child, uh, killing a tune. But it was only during certain hours. Like after 5 p.m., they couldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. But if, it, if that person was <laughs> logged in like before 5 p.m., insta-death. They had people waiting for them. Wow. Couldn't get anything done. That seems like a very expensive alternative to parental controls, though. <laughs> maybe they didn't know about the parental controls. <laughs> maybe so. But then I think Or they, maybe they were a little, you know, sadistic and just yeah. kind of wanted to torture the kid a little bit. Uh, I think they, they either referenced that or just happenstance, or maybe the person got the idea from the guild, but I was yeah. rewatching the guild, and I think that was happening to somebody's tune in there every time they logged in and were getting killed. So Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was when um uh, the dude, um, the girl, the, the, the mom, I don't remember the, two, I mean, the character names. <laughs> Zabu's mom? No, uh, no. The blonde. Oh, um, yeah. Clara. Yeah, Clara, yeah. She had a alt that was killing uh, their guild leader. Like all the time. Anytime he'd log in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, a thing that goes along with expectations uh, is when you're trying a new role because you want to expand what you're doing. So you're going to try, if you're a DPS, but you're like a druid or something, now you're going to try a different role in a dungeon. Even if you're telling somebody, hey, I'm trying a new role, and even if those people are nice and accepting what you're doing, you still have meters that are watching you. And one of the things that I, I just don't like it, even if I'm doing well, I don't like it. When people post damage meters or healing meters or any kind of meters, they post it to the entire raid group or dungeon group or party, whatever. I don't like that at all. I have, and I, I firmly 100% believe that unless it is something that the game itself provides, add-ons do not give you an act accurate representation of everybody's damage. It kind of gives you a ballpark, but you and I can be 30 feet apart and have different metrics. Well, you and I have had different metrics too when I have my DPS reset per fight. So do I. I thought you were doing it per dungeon. No, per fight. It resets per dungeon as well, but per fight. Per group, per dungeon, per fight is when mine resets. Okay, gotcha. However, you and I will, you know, you'll say, oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm like, at, I'm 10th. I'm like, I've got you at eight. 
or vice versa. I'm doing great. I'm at number three. I'm but no, six, we're having this conversation. Where I was like, okay, well, I'm at number three right now. And you're like, no, you're more like number 10. And I was looking at this fight and you're looking at overall. overall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah we've yeah. had that. Same thing. Because I don't, yeah, I, I tend to watch it different, but I, I switch that back and forth. Oh, okay. But even so, when you look at a fight per fight, the numbers aren't the same. No, they're not. And, and that's why I said until Blizzard comes out with a, with a tool that's built into the UI that tells you what everybody's metrics are, I don't believe them. Now, what I thought was interesting, and I think we've all felt this, that anticipation you have when you are rare mount farming and you've gone in somewhere and you've killed the boss and now you're about to loot the boss. Is this the last time you're going to run this dungeon for that mount? There's a lot of anticipation there. Yeah. It builds. It's like, man, I don't, this, is this it? And then an immediate letdown for the most yeah. time. Most of the time it's going to be a letdown. To me, it's not the anticipation that's a negative. It's trying to decide when to stop investing my time in it. When you it's, get them out. I mean, come on. Plus one of the snowballing effects. Like, let's say you try every, every week for four years. The longer you do it, the more you have had lost if you decide not to continue. Yes. Now, I don't farm every week. It's one of those things now, if it's like, if I've got an extra hour, like, let me just jump on here and go back to Tempest Keep. I haven't done that one. Let me go back to Kara. I haven't done that one yet either. Or there's days where I look and go, here are the dungeons I haven't run in a while that have a chance to drop them out. Let me go run these as well. If I get lucky, I get lucky, but it's not something I've been doing week in and week out. And the reason behind it is because I got tired of the disappointment. So I was like, I'll just, I'll do this, you know, whenever. Yeah. So I'm not caught up in the, I missed out on a chance to run it. Therefore, I missed out on a chance to loot it. Mm -hmm. I don't get caught up in that. I just, I run it when I run it. I loot it when I loot it. So the big question that comes up here, Freck, is this is a game. If it makes us nervous, if it makes us anxious, why are we putting ourselves through this? And in the series of me asking this question, that question came up probably 10 times where people would ask that question and did not see that somebody else had already asked that question. And the answer was always the same, although worded a little differently, but it was always the same. And that was that a moment of anxiety is worth the whole experience that you're getting from the game. Going through something difficult makes that reward that much sweeter. So yeah, there's a lot of things that make us nervous, makes us makes us anxious in the game. Scary spider sounds, falling <laughs> off cliffs, all these different things. But in the end, it's kind of worth it. And the trick is to recognize if it's giving you more stress than it is pleasure, then you might want to re- reevaluate what you're doing. That's very true. You know, it's like the same one I had talked about earlier in the show where I have to stop and go, is it really worth me telling myself that I need to get the seasonal stuff done with Diablo? No. Am I getting a good enough reward to make up for that anxiety? In that case, I'm not. So you just have to be able to learn to evaluate things in your life on what it's costing you versus what you're getting out of it. Now, on a very serious note, if you are suffering from anxiety or or over-nervousness, you're not alone. Uh, You can always text the word home to 741741. You'll have a live trained crisis counselor. They'll get that text and they respond to it. And they help you move from what they call a hot moment to a cool calm. And they'll keep you safe and healthy. It's all through text messaging using what's called crisis text line. It's all secure. It's all private. 
And all you need to do is text the word HOME to 741-741. Well, Frank, that's going to about do it for episode number 345 of HearthCast. I want to thank everybody, and there were, there were a ton of people to thank uh, who answered the questions, both on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, a kind of side thank you, I guess, to World of Warcraft for actually restating my question and asking <laughs> it the very next day. I don't know what that was all about, except it was like Panic Day. National or World... Panic Day. Yeah. yeah. I was but... like, well, I, don't, I don't want to panic when I'm in the game. Yeah, I know. But yeah. having anxiety or being nervous is kind of close to panicking. And it's yeah. a different scale. Yeah. I understand that. I mean, it's, you know, but whatever. No, no, not out to me whatsoever. I get it. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not jaded by that at all. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Want to thank our followers on Twitter and our friends on Facebook. And as we close this show, we want to thank each and every one of you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast and using the offer code hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grit Network.